Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. Out here in the fields, I fight for my meals. That user of Reddit's online message board reacted enthusiastically. Wow, I never expected my meme to be retweeted by the God Emperor himself. I don't need to fight. I am honored to prove I'm now, why does that matter? Because if you got it from that source, a whole bunch of new questions about racism, bigotry, and violence come into play. I wish to denounce my gift against CNN and vow never to besmirch the good name with wrong think or the utilization of rights that it turns out are totally not given to us by God, but by the widely loved and recognized CNN. You are fake news. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show, terrific show, tremendous show. Frankly, the best. I think, frankly, the most stressed out show around. <laughs> but it is the best. You should tell everyone. We reserve the right to publish your information if you don't. I'm freaking out because, again, internet problems. I'll get to that. I'll explain what's going on with my ISP. Fun visit this week. And by fun, I mean even more enraging than my internet connection has already been. But we're going live and you're moving your mic around. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm precariously situated. <laughs> and I'm trying silently to cue you over Skype, like, stop moving your mic. Just let it sit. Stop. I can sorry. hear that. Everyone can hear that. Jeez. <sighs> okay. So for future reference, don't move your damn mic. Okay, online. okay. God. <laughs> this is Beauty and the Beta. If you didn't know, my name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by that mic mover, Ava Blonde. Hello. Welcome. Uh, hey, big news this week. I now believe in ghosts, by the way. I'm a believer. Why is that? Because I have had enough ghost sightings to fill a haunted house this Halloween. Apparently, nobody wants to come on this show. Actually, they just say, yes, I would love to come on this show. And I reply, <laughs> great. When, when would be a good time for you? Poof, they ghost off. So... <laughs> We've been ghosted again this week. I'm not naming names, and it's not the usual culprits. I've just got several ghosts, several ghosts who disappear, and I now believe in them. I've seen enough. I'll do um, you know, one of those A&E documentaries about ghost sightings. They can come <laughs> to my house, and I have plenty for them. So since we are everyone's favorite podcast to duck, probably what they do is they agree to come on, then they look at the example episode I send them, and they go, oh, I'm not going on that show. I don't even think he has good enough internet to uh, to host a conversation yeah. over Skype. Why would and I do that? And they'd be right. <laughs> yeah, they probably would be right. Anyway, uh, it'll just be us two tonight as usual, but that's okay because the news is never disappointing. I labeled last week's episode as what? CNN's rough week, something like that. Oh, really? It was CNN's rough week, although it was kind of the culmination of three rough weeks, wasn't it? And it, it got worse. It got it worse. How are they doing this? And it's mostly self-inflicted. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're not very connected, are they? Yeah. So we will talk about all things CNN blackmail. The full breakdown 
The only news faker than us, CNN, will give you the full breakdown on the blackmail incident. The timeline of events, the top shelf memery. I think I've seen most of the memes that the internet has to offer. <laughs> I've compiled my favorite ones. Uh, hey, you know what else happened this week? Linda Sarsour is back. Oh, I heard. Surprise, surprise. She's calling for jihad. <laughs> is, is it a threat? Is it, uh, is she misunderstood as some people are claiming is, I think it's just, I'm calling, I'm calling it Islamo trolling. She's always talking about <laughs> Islamophobia. I think she's Islamo trolling. I think that's what Linda's doing. So we'll break down what Linda had to say at a speaking event. Uh, you know, I love alleged hoax, hoax crimes, usually hate crimes. In this case, it's not a hate crime per se, but I think it might be a hoax crime still. There's a, a good example out of, uh, it's a good case this week out of Amarillo. Is it Amarillo or Amarillo in Texas? It's Amarillo. So they, they go with the American bastardization of the Spanish Spanish pronunciation. Yeah, it's Texas. Yeah. Okay. Any, anyway, there's a lady there who claims she wants to teach women self-defense techniques. Uh, and she was attacked and her self-defense technique with her car keys paid off. Was it a fake? We'll go uh. through. I have some serious questions about this case, but I don't get the payoff. Usually when there's a, a fake, oh, there goes the internet. <laughs> Connection drop. We'll try to stay on here. Uh, it's a, that's like the, the, the puzzle within the show now. I get to try to maintain the stream you know, while we're doing the show. It's kind of a, a little mini game that I get to play. I get to play producer and minimal internet connection manager. Anyway, so with her, she she was punched in the face and fought off the attacker with her keys. I don't buy the story, but I also don't get the payoff for her faking it. Usually there's a clear reward. That's why that case is pretty uh, weird. I don't know. Me. Maybe she just wanted attention. Yeah, it could be. It could be. It could be that simple because her, her Facebook post has gone viral. The, the source of this alleged uh, self-defense redemption or vindication or however you want to put it. Uh, what else is new this week? Oh, uh, news that surprises nobody. Lena Dunham's a liar. This time it's about her dog. I think that's a pretty good story. We were talking about that before we went live. Yeah. And uh, I don't have surprise cringe this week. because Oh, I, thank God. I, people sent oh, me a lot God. of good things. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate people sending me things. I will amend the surprise cringe rule. I want to keep it to things that are kind of current. You know, within the last couple weeks, last month, I got a lot of good okay. nominations that are really can I, old. Can I make a request? Because I know people yeah. have been putting a lot of... Uh, of videos in the inbox. Um, nothing that's going to make me lose my faith in humanity. We're just talking about a little cringe here, you know, no more that's, drag queen kids. Just don't. I no, don't wanna... those are the best things. But no. I will say, so blonde usually manages the podcast inbox. If you want to do surprise cringe, you got to send it to me because the surprise yes. is key. So or his um, DMs or tweet it. So at tweet him. it but it's at not, me. It's not a surprise or... then. But I don't. I wouldn't know if somebody tweeted that at you. So yeah. So tweet it at me. I should clarify. Tweet it at me. Send it to my personal inbox. That's Matthew L. Christensen at gmail dot com, and uh, we'll take it there. So let's try to keep it current because some of the some of the nominations are great, but they're dated. You know, if they're back from twenty twelve, people a lot of people have seen them. Um, yeah. And it's not as surprising. Plus, they're just kind of old. So surprise, and cringe. Keep in mind keep that we're going to be less surprised, or I'm going to be less surprised if it's like in the bodily function realm. We get a lot of those, and you know. I'm becoming increasingly desensitized to these period videos. So no more of those. Okay. Now that we've gone way off track, <laughs> I don't have surprise cringe this week. Cause I, I, there wasn't anything that quite fit the bill to me, but 
There is, um, it's not even surprise, but a clip that just enraged me. It gave me a similar <laughs> emotional reaction. It's this Twitter video that circulated, or short video that circulated on Twitter from Root Magazine, which is yeah. an African-American culture magazine, online magazine. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's very in vogue to rip America on the 4th of July, uh, and that video uh, made me want to rip my face off, speaking of ripping things. So we'll take a look at that. And of course, we will take your Super Chat questions and comments in between topics. It will be all this and more on your favorite hour or whatever time, uh, whatever time frame this takes to record uh, of listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing the show on iTunes. Thank you for keeping us afloat, helping us upgrade stuff on Patreon. Thank you for emailing us. That is beautyandthebeta at gmail.com unless you want to send surprise cringe and then it's to me personally. <laughs> there is more of the show on the audio platforms, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you find your podcasts, you can find us. I was telling you before we went live, just crossed 100,000 audio plays. That's pretty good reach. Uh, lifetime audio plays, over 100,000. So a lot of people listening mm. to this in their cars or on their phones while they're uh, commuting, things like that. So thank you for the, the audio listeners as well. Uh, do you want to get the, the my story of the week, the... The, my trip down to my internet service provider's office. Yeah, I want to know what's going on because I don't want our subscribers to be like, they do not have their internet shit together. Yeah, believe me, you, I'm we trying. We kind of do, right? <laughs> well, I, it, it's crucial to the success of the show. I can't do it live without yeah. good enough internet. And I've never had problems up until recently. And I, I've kind of operated under the assumption, well, maybe there's some technical problems going on with them. I'll give it a little bit before I freak out. Well, we go live on Wednesday and it was much the same as it was tonight where I had borderline dial-up connection to start the show. And while we're talking about connection, I'll say I have to monitor, you know, the quality of the stream and all this while we're doing it now, which I never had to do before because I was always confident in the connection. So Wednesday night is borderline dial-up quality, like prohibitive quality, can't do the show on it. We I reset everything. We managed to host the show um, it, it improved over time, which is what I hope will happen tonight. But that was enough for me to say, okay, this is not stable enough to have the Sunday show on. I need to give them a call in the morning, make sure that, I don't know if I have to upgrade the service or whatever I have to do to make sure this is going to work. So I give them a call Thursday morning and I say, Hey, you know, I've, I've never had a problem before. I've usually had plenty of speed, consistent speed to be able to host what I need to host. Uh, without problems. What's going on? And and my my ISP is Spectrum and they say, oh, well, uh, let's let's take a look at your account. Let's connect to your modem, make sure nothing's going on there. Oh, hey, there's been some restrictions put on your modem. That would that would impact the speed. So let's get those taken off. And I said, well, hey, what, why would those have been put on there in the first place? What can I, is that something I would have done or is that something you did? And they said, oh, it just, it'll happen if like the system gets reset or whatever. He didn't really know. But they're able to tweak some settings such that I get the full speed that I'm paying for. Okay, that's great. He also says, hey, if you, you have a, you know, a company-provided modem, most people do, a little cable modem that uh, takes your coax cable and brings your internet to your router and throughout your home and all that. You've had that for a couple of years. I usually recommend replacing those you know, every two years. So what I would say is, I would suggest you go down to your office, the local office in your town, and say, hey, I've had this modem for a while, trade it in, and get a new one. Even though there's no reason to think there's something wrong with my old one, but it's just a good practice. Right. I said, okay, sure. 
He said, oh, and while you're down there, you might ask him about a business connection. Since you are hosting a business on this, you want you might be able to get some additional upload speed through a business connection. Ask him about that. I said, okay, good advice. I'll go down there and I'll do that. So I get off the phone with him. I unplug everything. I go straight down to the office and I go in there and, and I said, hey, I just got off the phone with tech. Can I, um, can I exchange this modem? Because uh, it's a couple years old now. And she looks at me like I'm insane. And she says, well, those are the same ones that we still give out now. And I said, yeah, but tech wants them replaced uh, every couple years. And she's like, I don't know why they would recommend that, but okay. And she goes and gives me a new modem as though no one's <laughs> ever done that before. I guess I'm the first. <laughs> and then I said, hey, really it's not even a speed issue for me it's a consistency issue like most of the time i get the speeds that i'm paying for which are adequate to host what i need to host but at the time i need to host it i'm getting significant connection drops what could i do? He, the guy the tech guy said get a business connection you should have better results and she says oh i mean you won't get any faster upload because that's the the problem here it's not really a download speed it's a consistent upload speed uh, you could get a business connection and it'll be like twice the price and you'll get one more megabyte per second upload. I could go from five to six. <laughs> and I said, well, I need like, I don't know. Can you give me the best that you can and I'll pay what it costs? Like, can you double my speed and I'll pay you what it costs? No, I can't. They, they can't. There's no, they just won't. There's no upgrade I can do other than a business connection, which is just a significant download increase and barely any upload increase, which has no impact on our ability to host this show. But you have options for other providers, right? There is a fiber. Uh, there's a company providing fiber, which I, I based on these results, I'm going to go inquire with them and see maybe I can get that installed down the line. Now that yeah. this long story longer, I walk out of there with the, the modem. I come home, I install it all. I also stopped by Office Depot because I haven't replaced my wireless router for a long time. Now I host the show on a wired connection. It's not wireless, but Routers old, I thought, ah, time to replace it. So I got a you know, real nice, fancy gaming router, high quality. Plug it all in, come home, start working on stuff, and everything's working uh, as I'd expect. I should say, I had to go to their website to authorize this new modem that they gave me, which was broken. They said the information was bad, so I had to call them again and say, hey, this modem's not working, can you help me do it? Then they put in the information. The modem's on, I'm online all day Thursday. Then comes Thursday night. My internet just gets, poof, goes off. And I figure, oh, maybe there's an outage or something. Uh, but it lasts for like a half hour, an hour. I think, okay, that's pretty long. I'm going to call up the company. I call them up. Same number I've called twice already that day. And they answer and they say, oh, how, you know, I have to go through the automated robot voice lady every time, like everybody does. And I finally get to a person. And she says, uh, how can I help you? Blah. What's your name? What's your account? And I give her the information and she says, there's no account here under that name. <laughs> I said, what? I've talked to you guys twice already today. No, there's that. I don't see anything. Are you sure you're calling the right company? Uh. I said, yeah, I've talked to you guys twice today. And she, it takes like 15 minutes of her looking up every possible piece of information about me until she finally finds this account. And she says, Oh yeah, that account, that account was terminated. I said, terminated? Why? And she said, oh, it says voluntarily terminated. As in, I terminated it. I Well, so they probably like assumed you wanted a business account or something like that. And they're, they're just incompetent and don't know what their customer service is doing, like nine out of ten companies. Yes. So then 
uh, I, ha- I said, well, no, I need, I need, I didn't terminate it. I need this internet connection. Can you please turn it back on? Oh, I have to connect you with sales to do that. Cause now your account's dead. You need a new account. So you have to go to sales. Ugh. So I get transferred to sales and the guy says, Oh, Hey, while we're doing this, uh, what do you think about these TV deals? You want, uh, you want the sports package? You want the movies package? No, shut up and give me my internet back. Oh, well, I can't do that because to set up a new account, we have to send a tech out to your house. God so then I have to wait till it. Friday morning and I have to have the guy come out to my house. Like I'm moving into a new apartment or a new home. And he spends an hour hooking up this account that just existed 12 hours ago. And now, so long, I've spent 15 minutes talking about this, 10 minutes talking about this. All that happened was me, me going into the ISP and saying, give me the best connection that you can. I'll give you money. And they say, ah, oh, we can't, but here's some equip hardware upgrades or hardware trade-ins. Uh, oh, and by the way, we accidentally turned off your internet. I went in there and said, give me the best you can. Here's some money. And they said, no, thank you to the money. We'll shut off your account. This is a business that runs. Wait, I need what to business learn- is this? This is spectrum, but it's true of a lot of ISPs. And I need to learn more about this because it's treated as a utility and not necessarily that that gives it different legal operating status. And that's why you have basically monopolies in a lot of these uh, internet companies. This, this was a joke. I mean, this should not be competitive for me to go in there and say, I would like to give you money. And they say, no, thanks. Whoops. We deleted your account. That shouldn't be the model of a successful business, but it is right. Well, I mean, you have to use the other company and get fiber optics. I don't really see a way out of this. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going to go. Their office is really close. It's like walkable distance from my house. I'm going to go inquire with them because it'd be good to have regardless of whether Spectrum figures their stuff out or not. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be good enough for today's show, right? I I hope. I don't. (laughs) I don't want to play the mini game of can we keep the internet on while doing the show anymore. So anyway, I hope people in, probably didn't enjoy that story. You probably thought it sucked. Uh, but <laughs> They now, did. The live chat's telling me. <laughs> now you know that, look, we, uh, we're not just treating this as no big deal. I do want to get it fixed. I do take it seriously. Okay. Let's get into what the people care about, which is CNN blackmail. Are we good on Super Chat before we do that? Uh, let's just go through them really quick. Joel Dykeman, $5, a dollar for every minute. We waited for the stream to start. (laughs) Sorry, bro. Uh, Josh D. Marshall said $5. Hey, Matt, you're a fucking white male. He is indeed a fucking Mm -hmm. white male. The blonde rant. I like that. Damn it. That's, that's what I should have branded myself as. The blonde rant. Yeah. Yeah. At least our internet works in Wisconsin. Take this 10, take this 10 and replace your internet hamster with a badger. Also go (laughs) Petco. Uh, Christian R, $2. Blonde is hot. Matt is a cuck. Matt is a cuck. Well, thanks. And Jay Fry, last one, $5. You look good tonight, blonde. That meatloaf seems to be agreeing with you. God damn. <laughs> I make meatloaf for my boyfriend one time, and then it's just dick jokes. Like, you told the months. chat about it. That was the mistake. I said, I'm making a meatloaf. Come on. You, you, you never tell the chat about things like that. <sighs> Let's get to CNN. Okay. This, there's so much to get through. So last we left, Trump had tweeted this WWE meme. And right? everyone was freaking out and we discussed the freak out and project Veritas had come out. Yes. And project Veritas okay. had come out. So it was but, before round three and that happened early this week, right? Yeah. It was yeah like so all of this broke out Monday, Tuesday, cause I was late to the story cause a lot of it was coming in fast on 4th of July on Tuesday. So this, <laughs> we were having a laugh last Sunday about how seriously everyone took that WWE meme. Yeah. Lo and behold, CNN takes it very seriously because they tracked down the Reddit user 
behind the actual file itself. And I think there are two noteworthy things about this story. Most people are familiar with it by now. But one, the fact that they got this sort of bizarrely phrased apology from the guy who allegedly posted this thing to, to Reddit. The North then, Korean apology, yeah. Yes, the Otto Warmbier type apology. <laughs> There's a great parody of it that we'll show a little bit later. And two, the fact, the line that everyone is, is uh, the line that sticks uh, out to everyone. Where is it here? CNN reserves the right. So they say this guy apologized and we're not going to publish his information. CNN reserves oh the right God. to publish his identity should any of that change. And that is the origin of the CNN blackmail hashtag. Because the suggestion there is, if you don't behave, we are going to punish you. Yeah, I, I know I talked about this on Wednesday's show, but I was watching this happen like in real time. I watched the story break. I was just on Twitter and I was so stunned by it that I had to check, honestly, four to five sources that I trust and yeah. and the CNN article. I, I just I couldn't. I was like, is this real? Did they really just do this? Do they realize the impact this is going to have? And they seem totally tone deaf. Yeah. So I want to just I want to read the apology first, because the apology <laughs> yeah. Then we'll talk about how the apology came to be. Did I put the apology in the notes here? I can't remember. That's no, in the story. So he says, um, first of all, I'd like to apologize to the members of the Reddit community for getting this site and this sub uh, embroiled in controversy that should never have happened. That seems that weird. right there is weird because <laughs> people in Reddit communities don't give a shit about each other. Yeah. Well, and it's it, as though anyone would apologize for making Reddit a controversial place. I know. Like that. That's insane. Uh, yeah. I'd like to apologize for posts I made that were racist, bigoted, and anti-Semitic. I am in no way that kind of person. I love and accept people of all walks of life and have done oh. so for my entire life. I am not the person the media portrays me in real life. Uh, I was trolling and posting things to get a reaction. Blah, blah, blah. Um the meme was created purely as satire. It was not meant to call violence against CNN or any other news affiliation. Uh, <laughs> I had no idea anyone would take take it and put sound to it. If the president had asked to use it, I wouldn't have given him permission. What? Okay. Okay. Uh, now, the, the, the question about whether this is blackmail or not. So, again, the wording is very strange. It does have that kind of auto warm beery feeling like did you yeah. really did you really write that or was that provided to you a lot of that is questions of timeline and cnn itself is providing conflicting information right. on, on the timeline as the internet dies again try to fix it uh chat do let us know if you're experiencing any interruptions uh, the so CNN's description of the timeline is very bizarre. So this this author of this article, Andrew Kaczynski, also goes by at, goes by at K file on Twitter and writes under this K file heading. He puts out one tweet on Tuesday, on the fourth of July, that says the apology happened after he reached out to this Han asshole solo, the guy who <laughs> made the the GIF in question. And then less than an hour later, he tweets again saying uh, he posted that Han Solo posted this apology before CNN ever spoke to him. Right. And then called them to apologize further. CNN's main account an hour after that says CNN tracked down the Reddit user behind the GIF and now he's <laughs> apologizing. 
And then and this is only semi-related, but since we're talking about CNN tweets here, the next morning, Chris, Chris Cuomo in a now deleted tweet says, should CNN reveal the name of the Reddit user who made the Trump wrestling video? He had a lot of bigoted and hateful material on the page and on his website. To me, and maybe you disagree, to me, this timeline sounds like either Andrew Kaczynski or whoever's working for him, the author of this, sent an email or made a phone call to this guy. Right, right. Because what they said later was we we didn't speak to him. That is a very carefully chosen word because yeah. they had already called him and left a voicemail and they had sent him an email. And if I were some lowly Reddit user that had just made a meme that the president had retweeted and I woke up and there was a CNN request in my inbox, I would freak the fuck out and go into yes. damage control mode. Which and is clearly deleting what stuff. Yeah. And this Han yeah. Solo guy starts scrubbing his Reddit account. Definitely. And and that makes sense to me. And that that kind of reconciles this perceived um inconsistency on CNN's part. They probably called him if you want to be really cynical, you could say maybe they emailed him and issued him a list of demands about his apology and that's why <laughs> I guarantee they did yeah. that. And I think that they also um told him what he had to say in this Reddit apology. Yes. And the thing that, so I, I made a video posted on Saturday. The thing that bugs me too, is they want to connect this to racism and bigotry and all these other things. The video right. report that's actually part of this really bothers me too. Have you watched, I, I cut up a little bit of this video report, but they connect it to like the, the ADL invest, the anti-defamation league investigated this guy, this Han Solo. Jim, the white house will not. He's racist and bigoted and all this. Um, it's such a tangent. It's so weird. How, they clearly went after him pretty hard. But oh, yeah. Let's let's see what they have to say here. Say where the president got the video, but a senior White House official said today it was not from Reddit, which is a popular Internet messaging board. The problem is we and other media outlets who have searched can't find any evidence of it existing anywhere but Reddit before the president picked it up. Now, why does that matter? Because if he got it from that source a whole bunch of new questions about racism, bigotry, and oh. violence come into play. The video come shared on. by President Trump to his 33 million personal Twitter followers was apparently first posted by a Reddit user who goes by this online name. That user of Reddit's online message board reacted enthusiastically. Wow, I never expected my meme to be retweeted by the God Emperor himself. I am honored. But others are worried, including the Anti-Defamation League, which Others surveyed the user's post and found a consistent... What isn't the Anti-Defamation League worried about? I know, God. They're worried about everything, everything. ever. <laughs> go, to, go look at their page on Pepe if you want to see apocalyptic fear and paranoia. Oh, yeah. Consistent record symbols. of racism, anti-Semitism, and bigotry. This individual traffics in online hatred and at times violent rhetoric. And the ADL seems to call out the president saying, when those on the fringes of society feel their messaging is getting mainstream attention, that should raise alarms. This was guy calling, said... <laughs> oh, was he calling Redditors people on the fringe of society? I don't know. And that's the thing, too. It's like... That's maybe insane. He, maybe he is on the political fringe. Maybe he's not. The point is, this meme is not part of that. It's entirely separate. It has nothing to do with that. No, and then making Reddit seem like it's some kind of fringe internet political culture. Yeah. When really, the whole appeal is that, you know, it's just your average Joe that has a political voice in a forum. Yeah. And the That's best stuff gets upvoted and the other stuff doesn't. I, I'm not a Reddit guy, but it strikes me as a place where the cool stuff rises. Yeah, and, uh, I'm more of a 4chan gal myself. 
Well, that's the thing about the CNN pieces and a lot of these mainstream pieces is they always present it in this robotic weird way like he he frequents reddit.com which is a an online message board for the fringes of society yeah you you realize i don't know pick walk out on the street and talk to 10 people probably six or seven of them are on Reddit. yeah it's like listening to your parents or grandparents talk to each other about about the online community it's like somebody told them what it's about and that's all they know about it yes uh, so that is, that's basically the fact pattern here. There is some, some people are, are questioning whether Han asshole solo is even the source because it's not, the files are not identical. The one that he posted to Reddit didn't have the audio. So you've heard mention there that, uh, right. somebody actually took it, added audio to it. But that's the nature of memeing. Like sometimes yeah. you take a meme and you add a little to it. It's like the game of telephone and you got something different by the end. Nobody yeah. knows who did it because that's not what matters. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter at all. None of this matters. None of the other stuff he posted on the internet matters. It's um, you know, it it's like if you watch two people debate, it's it's just ad hominem attacks, really. If you watch two people debate and you say, "Well, I don't like that person's point," so I'm going to go dig up a whole history of things they've said in the past and say, "Ha ha ha!" Said a racist thing once, therefore their debate point is invalid. Now this isn't a debate point, but it's just a memey trolly piece of entertainment and whether he made racist jokes or not does nothing to diminish the quality meme that he produced. And what bugs <laughs> me about all of this is I'm not saying it's a bad meme. I'm not. It's a good meme. I think it's pretty good, but it yeah. ain't the spiciest I've ever seen. <laughs> if I saw it before and now it's like the greatest meme in the world's ever seen just because of how amplified it's become. But if I saw it in, in on Twitter or whatever, I would smirk and that would be that. I don't think yeah. it's uh, I don't think and it's one I of those about save it immediately memes. as it should be with memes. Yeah. I mean, do you do you save memes ever? Uh, I have sometimes I have a folder of like, you know, top tier and this <laughs> wouldn't make that folder. No, no. I mean, and the thing that, that makes me most confused about this is that they seem to really think that this was going to be an effective tactic at controlling the content that's released about them and, and internet culture. And it, it just made me realize that they're so disconnected if they thought that this was going to be effective. Like, of course, this is just going to, it's just going to be uh, just a bloodbath of memes after this. It incentivizes the meme program. Well, I'm glad you said, because, uh, <laughs> well, I, the, w- my next question or next point I want to talk about this is what the consequences are. And they have, I don't know. They've greatly inflated the meme market or the value of your average meme. And they have inspired a lot of people to make great ones. We'll get to that in a minute. Because the other thing, if you've you've made memes powerful, you've created a circumstance so silly that everyone's going to parody it. And I think the memes are great. Don't get me wrong. But I think my favorite piece of parody actually came from The Blaze, which had this depiction of Han Asshole Solo's apology to CNN. This This is good stuff. Hello. For those who do not know me, I am the guy who made that gif that one time that tarnished the reputation of the respected and much loved by the people, CNN. It is with great regret that I made this gif that gave credence to the false and dishonorable Donald Trump, who is totally not in bed with the Russians and who lost the popular vote to the great and rightful President Hillary Clinton. Blessed be her name. I wish to denounce my gif against CNN. Ah! who the trustworthy and truthful CNN, who is totally not fake news, and vow never to besmirch the good name with wrong think or the utilization of rights that it turns out are totally not given to us by God. 
but by the widely loved and recognized CNN, who has more rights to information and distribution of said information, as we were graciously told during the WikiLeaks scandal. I strongly urge my fellow consumers not to watch any network but the honest and good network CNN, and wish to dissuade anyone on Reddit, poll, or Twitter from making any more memes or GIFs that would attempt to tarnish the accurate, factual, and totally not in bed with any political party, CNN. Thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. good. Yeah, that's that's pretty self-explanatory. I think that was really well done. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't have much to say about it other than just applause. Good. Very good stuff. The memes, the meme, the wave of memes that has come out because Why you, know, they've, <laughs> you can see my favorite one preview there. Uh, the memes that have come out have just been top tier and everyone's yeah. trying to outcompete everyone because, uh, you know, CNN, this is, um, it's like a variation of the Streisand effect, you know, yeah. everyone is trying to amplify it a million times more because we know that CNN considers this to be, considers you to be some kind of moral degenerate if you make these, some kind of violence insider. Uh, so anyway, I've compiled what I think are some of the better ones. This it, It's not a complete list because there are just so many. And actually is a little bit longer than I wanted because there were so many that I couldn't eliminate. But the first one is this one redone with the Vader scene from Rogue One and the rebels uh, shooting their fake news blasters Why aren't at I Vader. 50 points ahead, you might ask. Well, sorry to keep you waiting. Complicated business. <laughs> okay, then there's been this Hulk versus Loki one from the Avengers or whatever. Forgive me, I'm not a movie guy. I might be wrong. But um, but our guy Facepalm Reality redid it. And other people have redone it too. I thought he did a nice job, so so we'll we'll use Face Palm Reality's version. But this is the Hulk versus the Loki scene. The extra effort of making Trump's face green, I like that. <laughs> that was top-notch shit. You said that was facepalm reality? Yeah, yeah. There's another nice. version around, too. But he he put in a little bit of extra effort. And then we have this... I don't know what movie this is from, either. Some sort of Indiana Jones, but I liked it. People crucify me for not knowing all the movie movies, but that's fine. Raiders of the Lost Ark, I think? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and then this Billy Madison scene recreated. This was great. Uh, the, the Patriot Cannon, the, pat the the decapitation, that's nice. Some of these get pretty okay. The American History X curb stomping. Oh, no! Some of these, some of these got pretty brutal. The American History X curb stomping is about as brutal as I go. <laughs> Holy cow! 
And then th I love this one because this, it, I want someone at CNN to answer because the big complaint about these memes is they incite violence against journalists. Here's the big question. If you take the Caesar play where all the actors and actresses are stabbing Trumpified Caesar and you put CNN over the Trumpified Caesar, is that incitement to violence or is that just art? CNN needs to answer. That's, that's smart memeing, whoever made this one. Yeah, I that like is that. smart memeing. This is classic. This is Trump grabbing CNN by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> How have I never seen that one? That's yeah, that very one's excellent. great. Okay, have you seen this one? Uh, no. Okay, this is the last one I have before a little montage, but this is a Looney Tunes. This is Looney Tunes redone. Very high effort, this is. I, these these take a long time to make. Yeah. Um, to, to be clear, somebody's spending hours on this. It's really good. Best one, best one. Okay, and then this was great. I found this. This is just the Battlefield 1 video game montage from last summer redone as kind of just a meme warfare montage of Trump versus CNN. Again, high production value, good stuff. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. So, uh, I can't, too many people to credit, too many people to thank, but you know, the internet brings it again with the memeing. The only, Good. I'll be quick, I'll be quick with the other consequences here. Just some things to note as the internet is barely hanging on, feed my hamster down here and get the duct tape out, but we'll try to keep going. No complaints in the live chat. Cool. Cool. It was, uh, that's uh, during that great montage there. That's when you really want it to be of high quality, but you know, we do what we can. It'll be linked in the description if you want to check it out yourself. Uh, so a couple other consequences, CNN's app for iOS and, uh, Android phones takes this major hit because everyone goes, um, and, uh, let's see here. Oh, here we go. They go to, they go to the CNN app and they all rate it one star thousands and thousands of these. And so it gets down to one star on, on <laughs> iOS and on Android. I saw you tweeting about this earlier. Google yeah. is now being accused of deleting thousands, up to 15,000 of these reviews to yeah. kind of fix their rating again. That tweet has been retweeted like 10,000 times it's from 4chan. Yeah. So, and it appears to be true, at least if these analytics here on the uh, Poll News Network 
uh, tweet are, are accurate because it shows the amount of reviews over time and day by right. day. And one of them's like minus 15,000 reviews. <laughs> <laughs> how do you negatively, how do you, yeah, how else, how else would that happen other than someone hitting the old delete right. key? So, um, so there's that. Then they're also, they've taken this ratings hit. Now this predated all of this CNN blackmail stuff, but of course we're now several weeks deep into this, um, borderline apocalyptic breakdown of theirs. They're now behind Nick at night and several, uh, several other, uh, networks. Uh, I don't know what else is on here. Oh, oh no. Did my, um, now my, now my software's frozen. Give it a second. We're still live. Let's see if my software comes back. The oh, potential is, for disaster here. This is wor- This is the worst. Come on, come back, come back. Oh, I don't know if it's gonna. It's still frozen. Okay. What should we do? I'm gonna restart. I'm gonna restart the stream because I have to. But they can still hear us. Thanks for putting up with us, guys. I'm going down to talk to the fiber optic people this week. Don't worry. Okay. So we're now we're back up. Uh, so anyway, we're talking about these, uh, these ratings here. And so they're down below, uh, (laughs) they're down below Nick at night, which is full house. And, um, I don't know. I don't know what shows they still have on there, like full house reruns and stuff like that. The Brady Bunch. Yeah. Well, it's what I used to watch on Nick at night. And then I'd be like, why is this family so screwed up? (laughs) I love Lucy and things like that. TLC. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe the Duggars will come back. They can be CNN. Uh, FX, all these channels. So again, that's before the blackmail, but it's, it's part of a trend here. Um, CNN's not performing well relative to other channels. It is my understanding they're still performing well relative to themselves, that, that they're still doing better than they were, say, a year ago or two years ago, those sorts of things. That seems impossible to me, but I saw the numbers, so it's true. In any case, to wrap this all up, I mentioned this in my video you've we've talked about so many cnn things over the last few months from from the the milwaukee incident of go to go to the suburbs and burn their stuff down editing that out to this allegedly staged terror attack in or uh, staged uh peaceful muslim protest after the terror attack in london to all the incidents in between and now this uh, and I've tried to give CNN, I've tried to be very fair with them. You know, I try to give people a fair shake and, and I, I try not to throw over criticism over again. <laughs> unless it's substantiated. And I've tried, I, I treat yeah. CNN the same way. This is, this is the, the straw that breaks the camel's back for me where I can't, I can't give any more benefits of the doubt. I really can't. I mean, I have no love for CNN. I, I was still trying to be fair, but like, I think that we probably should have been more critical about the Van Jones incident and Let's see. What was the other uh, CNN thing that we discussed? I I still I still think that is by far the weakest Project Veritas tape. Yeah, but in you know, in aggregate with all this other information, it's just more evidence that they're a shitty, shitty, lying news. Yeah, network. yeah. When considered in totality, it's part of a larger context. And that that matters. Same thing with the staging the um the the scene. I think that we were really lenient on that one when we talked about the the podcast. Yeah, but people. In in defense, in defense, there were people making a lot of unsubstantiated claims on that too. And uh, I, I'm, I'm not yeah, going to go just, once again. It's just more evidence of their total lack of journalistic integrity. Sure, sure. There's plenty of evidence now to say they're shit, and there was before. Yeah. Um. But but all I'm saying is where there is doubt, I'm not going to to say. Well, yeah, 
we can't substantiate this, so we'll give CNN the benefit. I'm not doing that anymore. Never, never again. And I'm actually making a video right now about how we can take a kill shot with CNN because hmm. it's time. No pity, people. Now's the time. You heard that. Violence incitement, CNN. <laughs> yeah. uh, send that forward. That's at the FBI. <laughs> okay. You want to uh, – should we catch up on Super Chat before we um, Sure. get into Linda Sar- Sarsour? Matt McFadder, $5. Thank you very Thank you. much. Um, Mithrin, $5. The guy they ID'd wasn't even the right guy. Hans GIF had no audio and was in a different aspect. The video was 16.9, but had the audio. Yeah, it was probably the second person that, that put the... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, he's... He, to the extent that he says, oh, I can't believe the God Emperor himself retweeted my GIF. I mean, he's involved to some extent. Does it really matter, though? Do I care if he was yeah. the source or if it doesn't matter to me if he was the one who created the exact file because CNN is still doing wildly unethical things. I know. I know that they thought it was going to be whatever. Yeah. So uh, my favorite friend of the show, Boom Baby. Ugh. He's nice back, un- by the way. You banned him. Yeah. And I'm going to continue banning him. I no, hate that guy. You can't uh, nice that. unblocked chat tonight. LOL. Where's my blue wrench? Never. Never. <laughs> um, Boom Baby's going to keep coming to me. Let's try to get that taken God care of. Damn it. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Joshua D. Marshall, $10. Bust out the ingredients for the s'more. CNN is burning itself to the ground. Ain't yeah. that the truth? Yeah. Although I've thought that they were dead before and they just seem to have like a limitless amount of funding that they can withdraw from at any point. They still keep kicking even though they have less than 8% trust from the general public. Is it that low? Oh, yeah. It's, oh my it's God. that low. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dave S. We have better public trust than that. That's... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> My cable, my internet company has better public <laughs> trust than that. I know. Uh, if a racist makes food and you eat it, uh, are you a racist? Yeah, we exactly. actually talked about this yeah. last week. Um, that was the exact analogy that Matt used. Uh, Gabriel yeah. Lopez, ten dollars. Andy is a faggot. I don't. Why does why does somebody keep saying that in our? I don't know. I guess they want you to read that. Whatever. Poor Andy. Thank, thanks for the money. Sorry, Andes. Yeah. All the Andes of the world. Uh, Squirrel Knight, 20 euro. Thank you. I'm watching this 12 minutes late, so I don't know if I make it on the show. Um, but can Blonde say her best German? It's it's a German phrase that I'm pretty sure means I like dick, and I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, we I can say it in English. <laughs> we have some standards. Ich liebe dick. <laughs> That's what it says. Uh, please, fine. Dick is dick in German? That's what it says. Okay. But 20 euro. I'll say what you want. Um, yeah. I don't want to set this president, yet here we are. Crin, why $10? CNN has zero self-awareness, and the meme gods have blessed us with even more juicy, spicy memes of CNN getting their booties kicked. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the irony, is all the ones that have come out are much better than the original. I know, I know. Yeah. People are putting some real craftsmanship into it now. Yeah. Uh, Dave S, $2. CNN will be so low you can get them for a guest. Thanks a lot. Jeez. <laughs> oh They'll just God. ghost on us. Wait, where's my... Okay, that... I, I'm not prepared, but I have to give it where due. And that, come on. That deserves a rim <laughs> shot. I liked that one. That is good. <laughs> a French Honey Badger, $5. I call bullshit on the added audio to a GIF. The audio on the video Trump posted was the original audio of the video. The guy gift a modified video. I don't know. I just don't, I don't know if it's relevant. Because it's just I, the y- principle that they're going after a private yeah. citizen for something they did anonymously on the internet. It's yeah. like, you can't set that precedent. Don't you see why? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Donovan, $2, my weekly tribute. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate and it. And then we have Mithrin, $2. Bugs Bunny, one was the best. Also, Raiders, Matt, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I told you it was Raiders a lot. I know. So. Sorry. I'm I'm not the great I'm not a great movie mind. And the I Bugs Bunny one it. was the best one. I agree. I don't, uh, I don't try S. to tell you otherwise. I don't $5. put up a facade. 
Any surprise cringe tonight, Matt? Or Skag, uh, love the show, guys. Thank you. Uh, no surprise cringe tonight. There's enough cringe in our regular news cycle. But uh, already two- known rage coming up to close yeah. the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry. Two more. Mac McFatter, $5. Have you guys heard of the YouTuber Squatting Slav TV? And if so, would you guys have this hottie? I mean, very intellectual on the show. I, I have no idea who that no is. No idea so. who that is, but we will always take, Squatting uh, Slav, I'll take a look at people like when... It's a porno channel or something <laughs> when people have requests i take a look so you can tweet me or email me uh, and last one david howard five dollars lgbt etc was once fringe society i guess we should be worried now that their message has become mainstream right hmm. um i guess that yeah that's a good way to think about it yeah yeah uh and we're all cut up okay oh that meant i love dick awesome. yeah. oh good okay <laughs> well that's a little better yeah is it <laughs> <laughs> don't worry because um I don't know. People will probably forget about that in a moment with their, well, I, I don't know if this is even enraging. I have conflicting feelings about this. Maybe I shouldn't even say that. I think there is some degree of overreaction here, but as I said, I think what Linda Sarsour is doing, I think is Islamo trolling. I think she's Islamo trolling, but that I, I don't want to be misunderstood to think, to say that I don't think this is a big deal or that we shouldn't care at all. Cause I do think there are some things in what she says that we should care about. So to set the context here, well, Linda Sarsour is this, she's Palestinian American Islamic political activist. You've heard her at the women's March. Um, you've seen her on Twitter saying, Hey, Sharia is really cool. Actually go to Saudi Arabia where the women have paid maternity leave, but they can't drive. Don't who cares if you can't drive, if you can stay at home and earn money, I guess that's the way Sharia law works. So you've probably seen her around. Oh yeah. And she, and she speaks at this, uh, this it's called the ISNA conference over last weekend, which is the Islamic Society of uh, North America. And what she said that's got everybody's jimmies rustled, she made reference several times in her speech, in, in one particular part of her speech, to jihad. And specifically, jihad against the White House. So... Let's let Linda speak for herself first, and then we'll talk about how to interpret this. Where's my Linda clip? Here we go. So my favorite person in this room, because that's mutual, is Imam Siraj Wahaj, who has been a mentor, a motivator, an encourager of mine, someone who has taught me to speak truth to power and not worry about the consequences someone who has taught me that we are on this earth to please Allah and only Allah, that we are not here to please any man or woman on this earth. So I'm grateful to you, Imam Siraj, and you might think this is weird, but every once in a while when I get into that deep, a dark place, um, Imam Siraj comes and talks to me. Okay, Imam Siraj, uh, the reason I have that clip in there, he's a figure you'll want to know a little bit about at least. More on that in a little bit. Find out who he is next if you're unfamiliar. Here's the part where she starts talking about the struggle, a.k.a. the jihad. These United States of America, if you sit back idly in the face of injustice, if you maintain the current status quo that not only oppresses Muslims, but oppresses black people inside our community and outside our community, undocumented people, other minority groups and oppressed groups, you, my dear sisters and brothers, are then aligned with the oppressor. If you as a Muslim are standing on the sidelines, if you are neutral in the face of oppression in this country, you are not a patriot. You are aiding and abetting the oppressors in these United States of America. There was a man who once asked our beloved Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said to him, what is the best 
form of jihad or struggle. And our beloved Prophet Muhammad وسلم, said to him, a word of truth, truth in front of a tyrant ruler or leader, that is the best form of jihad. And I hope that we, when we stand up to those who oppress our communities, that Allah accepts from us that as a form of jihad, that we are struggling against tyrants and rulers, not only abroad in the Middle East or in the other side of the world, but here in these United States of America where you have fascists and white supremacists and Islamophobes reigning in the White House. Because we have no reason to be afraid of you. Commit jihad in the West, but these people are Islamophobes. We, we don't actually have any intentions here. What the fuck? Do you have any immediate reaction to that? <laughs> it's just that. I mean, that's enraging. How can you watch that and not just be filled with rage? Well. Because she defined jihad as a struggle. How cute. Do She did. I mean, we we do. I do think we have to be honest that she's. I think I think Shapiro broke this down really well. And what he said basically is all the people are saying, oh, this is fine. You're taking her out of context because you're ignoring the fact that she said the jihad is nonviolent and it's speaking truth to power. That's true. That's correct. You want to take her statement in context, but you also want to take Linda Sarsour in context. And I want to take the totality of her quote too. Now, it does seem clear to me when she says, what's the most powerful form of jihad? Oh, it's speaking truth to, to power. I'm willing to say, okay, you're not talking about violence there. Well, didn't she follow that up with like pushing back against your oppressors? She And she also said, I pray that Allah will accept this as a form of jihad. Like she also said, I hope that he will accept this nonviolent truth to power thing that I'm talking about as a form. And the implied statement there is that this is not the, um, I don't know, the ideal form, the traditional jihad. Yeah, yeah. You might put it that way. Anthony Brian Logan just said in the chat, and this is a really good point. He said, Mein Kampf literally means my struggle, but if David Duke talked about that in a positive way, no one would defend him, and that is totally true. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. Yeah, agreed. The uh, <laughs> Linda Sarsour is not known for her moderate views on Islam necessarily either, or her moderate world perspectives generally i mean she she as i said she's been on twitter praising sharia all the time she's peddled conspiracy theories that the, the underwear bomber was a cia insider that's a great linda sarsour opinion um the, oh, oh and i mentioned the guy she's praising at the start she says my favorite person in the room is this imam yeah. siraj wahaj favorite person in the room this guy who speaks to me when i'm feeling troubled or whatever uh, I'd like to hear "Hey Jude" remade. Is that I can't think of it. Um, when times of when time when I find myself in times of trouble, Imam Siraj Wahaj comes to me. <laughs> I can't think you of it. You have to do fly. it or facepalm reality. Either. Yeah, yeah. So he's her favorite person in the room. He was identified, never indicted, never charged, but identified as a potential co-conspirator in the '93 World Trade Center bombings. <laughs> Jesus. I will be fair. He was not convicted. He was neither charged nor convicted, but. That led to further investigations that put another guy in prison for the plots that he was making after the 93 World Trade Center bombings. And this Imam Siraj Wahaj served as a defense witness on behalf of that guy, too. A guy who's now serving a life sentence on, on a, a, a really? conviction related to plotting terrorist attacks. I'm sure he's just a victim of circumstance. Yeah, you know, he's a great guy. He just has weird friends. I don't like to do the guilt by association thing 
too much. Unless and I will awesome. emphasize he's not. <laughs> There's a double standard for that. <laughs> there is a double standard for that. That's, I'm not saying They're you can't. Thieves. I'm not saying you can't make the argument. Um, but the the idea that she says, I think it's different too to say, oh, will I speak to Imam um, Siraj Wahaj? Yeah, I'll speak to him. It's, it's also different to say, no, 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 that's my favorite guy in the room. And I he's my mentor his image when I'm lost. He is my, yeah, he is my guide. So there is room for nuance here, but I don't think this isn't some circumstantial thing, some accident. I think that she writes this into her speech, both because there's part of her that does believe it genuinely. And we can, you can go as far as to say, maybe she does believe in violent jihad. I'd have to hear more from her to confirm that. But I do think she's know what she knows what she's doing, at least insofar as she knows this is going to troll the type of reaction that she yeah. wants. And her hand gestures and speaking style, it's like Stalin. <laughs> I mean, did you see like the hand gestures she was making? She's doing eye yeah. I guess I didn't pick it's up just on propaganda. That, yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's tough to listen to. I I can see why people find it off putting. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, I don't, I don't have much to say about it other than that. I, I do, do I think it's like worthy of secret service investigation or something like that? Do I think this is a genuine threat to the white house, violent threat to the white house? I don't know that I interpret it that way. I think at worst I interpret it as her saying, eh, if it happened, it might be okay though. Something, well, something along those lines. I mean, I think that it reveals the underlying intentions of your average Muslim. I, I don't think this is a direct threat or incitement to violence, but like, I think your average Muslim believes this. I really do. Hmm. Yeah. And of course it's all, I mean, you, if you listen to the rest of the speech, it is all, it is all this intersectional identity politics nonsense about the oppressor classes and the oppressed classes. Right. It's all just a bunch of Marxist gobbledygook that's really hard to listen to. And it just classifies people. The The ironic thing is there's one part in there where she says, oh, all the Islamophobes, they don't care about whether you're from Pakistan or India or Afghanistan. They don't care about what sect of Islam you're a part of. They just care that you're Muslim and you don't share their values with them. And if they cared about you, they'd ask about these details about you. Yeah, but you're doing the same thing, Linda, when you make all these Marxist groups about who's oppressed and who's not, and clearly all Muslims agree with you, and that's probably not the case. She she bemoans critics of Islam grouping people into these monolithic lumps when she's doing that to the nth with degree. With minorities. Yeah, to, to suit her own purposes. Yeah, and the hilarious part about this is that aggregating all of these groups of disparate minorities is really short-sighted because once one of them goes into you know majority rule, They'll just uh, treat minorities like they're treating white people. It's not yeah. like they're going to have any allegiance to these people. They're just using them. They're like, oh, we need your your votes. We need your power now. Yeah, you know where you don't find a lot of intersectional justice and peace? Islamic countries. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> show me. I've, I'm still waiting for everything is awesome, Stan. When they can show me that on the map, <laughs> then I'll start believing this stuff. But that's about all I got. I can't say much more about this. Um, if I had to pick a team... I'm more on the team that's a little bit reactionary to this than the team that says it's totally fine. I don't Who's think it's, saying to it's totally fine. Oh, there are plenty. Oh yeah. There are plenty of people that say, Oh, this is just a bunch of right wing overreaction taking her out of context. Cause they hate her. Mm, I don't know. She's what she's talking about is a lot of basically anti-American values. And, uh, that, that, that raises my eyebrow. I'm not, 
Yeah. Not, I'm not a, not a fan of that generally. So I think if I had to pick a side, the reactionary sides, I'm more on that team than the everything's cool, nothing to see here side. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. And then um, I retweeted, oh my gosh, this professor's name. He's a CNN on CNN sometimes, uh, Lamont something or another. another Mark another... Lamont Hill? Yes, it is Mark Lamont Daryl Lamont um, Jenkins? <laughs> I know, uh, I know. That one right? guy who got shot in, in <laughs> the guy who Lamont. was reading Keith Lamont Scott. Um, There's, yeah. Every but Lamont what he said was, you know, I agree with my sister, Linda Sarsour. Uh, we should never assimilate. And this guy is a professor oh, at yeah. Temple University. Like, I forgot. What do you mean you should never assimilate? That I, That's the most anti-Western thing I've ever heard. And so I, I responded. I was like, yeah, don't assimilate so that we can just get you all out of the country and whatever. <laughs> just, yeah, fine. You don't want to assimilate? Fine. Pile blonde Fuhrer. Oh, uh, <laughs> what does no, that even I, mean from a West, or, or somebody well, that's already born in the West and is Muslim? What does it mean to not assimilate? That's well, that's true. And and I saw headlines that said that Linda Sarsour says don't assimilate. Now I'm kicking myself because I wanted to see exactly what she had said in the speech and I forgot to look it up. I forget what the quote was, but if she said that, if she said do not assimilate, that matters a lot to me too. So I'll I mean, have to go back but, and listen to it. But what is that? That's a statement. That's a larger statement when we're talking about second generation Muslims that have yeah. grown up in America. That means that there there's intergenerational issues with assimilation that's voluntary. That's completely Correct. voluntary. Yeah, same thing that with the Manchester a, that guy. That is a social and cultural problem, and it's a problem with immigrants. Yeah, it, it, I don't care. It's not. Uh, I would say it to any culture that wants to come to the United States and doesn't want to adopt American values. No, that's kind of part of the deal. Uh, it is the, it's the only part of the deal. You move yeah. here and you are American and your culture, what you, the culture you brought here, it is secondary. Yeah. And that's the price of living here. And yeah. you should be grateful. That's how it always is, man. You know, if my grandma's old house, it's full of like Danish trinkets and Danish flags. She's, you know, family's so proud of its Danish heritage. I'm fine with that. You know, you, you remember your heritage, but you're American. You're American and you uphold well, American values. Well, obviously what I'm saying doesn't apply to Western European heritage. No, I know. But I'm just saying that's the example is I don't care what Linda Sarsour has in her home. I don't. She's born in New York. She's she's Palestinian, but she's born in New York. She's not, you know, it's not like she grew up in the Middle East or something. But what I'm saying is I don't care like what, what f uh, trinkets or flags you have at your house. What I care about is the values that you want to uphold in American society. And, and right. she seems at odds with that. She's Palestinian, you say? Yeah. She's a second generation Palestinian born, born in New York. In, yeah. in New York. Yeah. That's disconcerting. That's more disconcerting to me than if she was raised in Palestine. Hmm. Well, um, no, I was going to make a joke. I don't know. <laughs> but was it in two poor tastes? Uh, something about how much she hates the Jews and, you know, because <laughs> she does. Look it up. She's no fan. Yeah. She has said some horrible things about Jews, I think, on Twitter. And, is and Israel, yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, uh, he, he's, yeah. She's preserved that aspect of her heritage. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to move into the next, uh, this, this hoax, potentially hoax crime story. Are we good on Super Chat before we do that, or should we take a break? Uh, let me just catch you up to speed. The squirrel knight that made me say this German phrase that means I love dick is still at us. He said, uh, 20, 20 more euro. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. LOL. I didn't get to see it yet, but I can tell from the comments that you said it blonde. Now make your cuck say pole is my spirit animal. No, we are not your dancing monkeys. Cause wait, you gave wait, us wait, wait, wait. Pole is my, I'll just, I'll, I, I am, a, I am an autonomous monkey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be clear. Let me be very clear here. Like pole. I need Whatever. internet. 
I need internet services. What was it? Pole is Pole is my spirit animal. Pole is my How spirit animal. How did get this cute, adorable thing that I would yeah. love to say? And I get, I like dick in German. Yeah. Whatever. He said Blair White. He gave us five more euros and said Blair White said it with gusto. Oh, okay. Well, now there's competition. <laughs> I know, right? Um, Mithrin, five more dollars. Thank you very much. The big deal with CNN IDing the wrong guy. They failed at their jobs. Well, they're worthless. We knew that. Oh, yeah. ID'd they they clearly blackmailed the wrong person. They clearly spent two fail. seconds on Reddit and said, oh, this guy bragged yeah. about it, so let's get him. Yeah, I agree yeah. that it was not, uh, it was probably not high effort, very careful investigation. No. And Philly D, I watched his video about it, and he said he was able to identify the Reddit guy in like 20 minutes of research on, on Reddit. Yeah. I'm sure it was much the same. It, yeah. Something um, like and then we have Mike Bob, $10. Thank you very much. Sorry if this is already mentioned by other super chat, but fiber internet will definitely have better upload speed, Matt often equal to the download speed. Yeah. That's yeah. what we're going to have to do. We can't be having my understanding is I got to have some work done to get the lines, but, uh, you know, depending on the cost provided it's, it's reasonable. That's something I need to do. And then we have liberative $5. Mein Kampf also means personal struggle. So we know how that ends poorly. Yeah, that's like what ABL said. Um, Christian R, $5. I love how most of these peaceful Muslim activists are somehow always linked to violent terrorists. Kind of a weird coincidence. Yeah. Huh? No, who would have known? It's like Islam's the problem or something. <laughs> um, Hoopty Rider, $2. Great job, guys. Thank you very much. Shadow of Colossus, $103, $5. I bought Miley Yiannopoulos' book, Dangerous, and so far it's great. Hopefully more people will buy it and read it. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Now, I, I think we were being unfair to Linda there, that super chat, because she's not friends with violent terrorists. She's friends with a friend of violent terrorists, just to be very True. clear. Yeah. Uh, we had the always lovely J Fry. I bet this is going to be disgusting. $2. Oh, it's terrible. When I'm lost, the ovens light my way. You <sighs> come <laughs> on, J Fry. going to get us into some trouble. Yeah. Christopher Shviraga. Shviraga. Take out the V. I know, Chris. I've spoken. Shviraga. Just take out the V. Chop out the V, and that's how you pronounce it. I'll try to remember that. Uh, $5. Great job tonight, blonde. Matt, switch to Core's banquet, please. I don't actually have um, Coors Light tonight because if you caught the Wednesday call-in show, I had a I I drank too much Coors Light at Fourth of July and I had a pretty are you, bad hangover. Are you done with it? No, it's just it, I have one still in the fridge, one silver bullet, but it just didn't look too appealing because I, I I had a bad hangover and I, I haven't had a beer <laughs> since, so I just it's not we don't that bounce I couldn't. Back like we it just didn't to. look appealing. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll have to save it for next week or Wednesday. Oh, we just have a few more. Black Magic, $2. Make Istanbul, Constantinople again. Uh, <laughs> French Honey Badger, $5. Some people need some free helicopter rides. Agreed. Maybe that's how we solve this. And Dottoman, $2. We all agree $2. that's a good use of tax money. Agreed, agreed. Left, right, and center. Helicopter rides. Everyone <laughs> agrees Dottoman, on that. $2. Teddy was right. No hyphenated Americans. And we are Yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that quote. But yeah, I, I can, especially in today's context, I can support that a lot. Oh, and then somebody just gave us $10, Cindy Rochelle Higgins, and said, hmm. did you guys see Antifa applauding Hitler's speech? I missed the first I, hour, so sorry if you covered it. What? We haven't yet. So there's this clip circulating. I haven't seen the full thing, but I have seen the the gist of it. So someone gave a speech to Antifa using 100% Hitler quotes, and they all applauded, and they all thought it was great. No way. Yeah, the only the only minor buzzkill I have on that is this is kind of a trick that's been used in the past before. It, it, it's a it's a repeat trick, and it's been care. done to all tricks don't need to be new to me as long as yeah. they prove some deeper truth or about these people's idiocy. Well, then I, I don't give a shit. I'd have to look at it because I'm guessing I'm guessing the the excerpts read were not um, you know about uh, how to deal with the JQ or something <laughs> like that. It was probably 
Hitler quotes that are not identifiably Hitlerian. But maybe I'm wrong. I might be mischaracterizing it because I haven't seen it in full yet. So I, if, it, if there's something really damning about it, uh, you can fake news me. Okay. If I'm not giving it enough credit. All righty. Okay. Well, I love, I love crimes that might be fake. It's uh, normally they're hate crimes, like people faking their own victimization for oppression points, those sorts of things. This one is very strange because as far as I can tell, that's not what's going on here. If it is fake and I can't prove that it's fake, I just have enough questions about it that it doesn't pass the smell test to me. It doesn't make sense to, I think, your average person, to a lay person. This is a, um, it started out as a Facebook post, a viral Facebook post by this Jessica Collins in Amarillo, Texas, who says that she had to go out to her car late at night and get a phone cable out of it when an attacker punched her in the face, bloodying her nose, but she stabbed the guy in the neck with her car keys. And the moral of the story, oh, and the guy ran away and was never to be seen again as of now. The moral of the story is, hey women, hey ladies, hold your car keys between your fingers so you can stab would-be attackers. It'll save a life like it saved mine. I Just to make sure I'm not mischaracterizing her presentation, this is what she says. This is her post. Thank you all for sharing and please continue to do so. If you're listening to this, she has a picture of a bloody key, her bloody nose, and a closer picture of the bloody key. Thank you all for sharing and please continue to do so. I am trying to raise awareness so many women and girls these days don't pay attention. Uh, I don't know. Her her phrasing's weird. So many women and girls these days don't pay attention or think until it's too late. Oh, I see what she's saying. Uh, So I am not only trying to inform people, but maybe even save lives. Feel free to share 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 wait wait wait. she says <laughs> so many women and girls these days don't pay attention or think until it's too late <laughs> yeah it, i think she means think about this issue but yeah she just said think we don't think <laughs> yeah so i'm not only trying to inform people but maybe even save lives feel free to share 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 ladies if you're going somewhere alone always 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 carry your keys with one between two knuckles. It's so important to remember your safety, especially when everything happens so fast. I realized I left my phone charger in my car, so I unlocked my car, grabbed the cord, and then stepped back to shut the door. When a Hispanic male punched me in the nose, thankfully I had keys in a defense position where I gave him a right hook and ended up getting him in the neck and he ran away holding his neck. And I ran the other way to my apartment building and got inside my apartment and called the police a report has been made but still please be careful out there he is still out there somewhere and i know there are probably others like this feel free to share and save a life you know what makes me think that it might be true that she didn't say the perpetrator was white i thought thought you were gonna go there because that's one thing i thought just well if this is fake why, why didn't she? It, why didn't she say it was a white guy? Yeah, what, ladies, watch out for those cishet white males out there. That is I a mean, point that I picked up and on too. It does look like I don't know. Just looking at that picture, like it looks like she's got some swelling and stuff too. It doesn't look just look like fake oh, blood. Well, you um, say that she had some swelling because that was Friday. She did a exclusive interview with the local Fox station on Monday. Oh. And do you know, do you know what happened to um to that swelling of hers? I guess she heals very quickly. Oh. Let's, let's pull this up. 
the way she was able to get out of harm's way by using something most of us use every single day. Jessica Collins says it was a reflex that caused her to stab her attacker in the neck with her car keys. Now, in an exclusive interview, she tells Fox 14 Zach Martin everything that happened that night and what she hopes others can learn from her dangerous experience. It started off as a normal night for Jessica Collins in her South Amarillo apartment. I was working on my oh, she's oh my. <laughs> she's what a miraculous lying. recovery. Poetry and art and stuff because I couldn't sleep. I noticed my phone charger, my phone percentage was down at 6%. So um, I'd realized that I left the connector cable in my car. However, when Collins went to grab the cord out of her car, she was punched in the face by a man in dark clothing. Like I was scared, but I was like punched now, ask questions later. So I just got him with the key. That way it got DNA, not only faltering him to move back, and to go the other direction, it gave me time to go up to the apartment. This wasn't the first time Collins had been attacked. She says it happened previously when she lived in California. I was on my way home from work and uh, someone punched me and had ended up taking advantage of me. It was a lot worse. I wanted to look that up. Someone punched me and raped me. That's what she's saying. Hmm. I, I, if I'm a scumbag for questioning it, that's fine. I didn't have time to look it up, but presumably there might be a record of that somewhere. That's what she's saying. I lived in California. I was walking home from work. Somebody punched me and took advantage of me, which I interpret to mean rape. Yeah. Since then, she says she has been preparing for the situation in case it ever occurred again. And I watch women's self-defense documentaries saying, you know, hold really? your key like that because not everybody can go afford a gun or a taser or pepper spray. But you can't afford a car. It literally costs $5 on Amazon. Pepper yeah. Spray. Yeah. Pepper spray is very cheap. Hand, even a handgun. Small handgun is only a couple hundred dollars. Same as your car payment. Or buy a knife. I'd, I'd rather have any of these things. Know. Now she wants this experience to be a teaching point for other women. And so there's these girls out there that are scared. They think that they can't fight back. And something just as simple as a key could save their lives. And so I wanted to spread the word out there so that it doesn't end up worse like it had for me in the past and how it has happened to several women, you know. I want them to be able to say no, I won't be another victim. Police say they currently have zero suspects or leads. Police say hmm. whenever they have a case where the suspect may have been hurt, the first place they contact is the local emergency rooms. Reporting live in studio, Zach Martin, Fox 14 News. Megan. All right, Zach, thank you. Really important information. Colin says that her mother, like my mother, always says to hold her keys in between her fingers when she's alone. This is the same way that she was holding them when she was attacked on Friday morning. Okay. Do you have any immediate reactions? I don't know. I mean, there are enough reasons to raise red flags, primarily her haircut and tattoo situation. <laughs> oh, my God. And this, you know, formerly having been punched in. I mean, Jesus Christ, is Amarillo that dangerous that like you're walking well, she said out? It was, oh, she said it was in California. It was in California. The, well, the, that the makes first it even attack. less believable for me. Um, then again, I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it's possible that it's true. I mean, I'm not, I'm not calling her a liar, but I'm definitely a little bit skeptical. Because I would only I call someone a liar if I could to, prove it. Yeah, I don't I think I'd be able to curtail, you know, an attack like this with just my keys. I, yeah, unless well, I stab the guy in the eye, I just don't really see I want to get to that. Is even if we take this as 100% true, give it all the benefits of the doubt, it's terrible advice. That newscaster is wrong. It's not right. good information for people. No, you but, need to be carrying a gun, ladies. Yeah. Like, 
So I just want to, here are my questions on the authenticity. First, it's hard for me to bring it up in high detail on the stream. I'll link it in the description. Go take a look at these photos in high res. The injuries to me look incredibly fake. The, the nose, the, the blood down the nose or down the face is perfectly down the center. No smearing. Again, she says she was punched while exiting her car. It would be like a sucker punch situation. If these are real injuries, they're consistent with a square to the face punch. That would be no surprise. Yeah. And if you get punched like that, you almost always get black eyes. Do you remember no the, the cold chicken yeah. women? They both had two black eyes from yes. getting punched in the face. The, 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 the blood on the key in the photo is this weird kind of bright sugary looking consistency. And the blood on the face is dried and kind of brownish. Uh, not impossible, but just looks a little strange to me. Uh, no black eyes, as you said. Um, what else I got here? Oh, if, if this happened, so she got punched in the face and then reacted quickly enough to stab this guy in the throat. And again, if you look at the picture of the key, it's got blood all the way down to the, like the stub of the key. If that happened, if you actually stabbed a guy in the neck, the full depth of a car key, you're talking about your airways, you're talking about a lot of vital blood vessels and police obviously have searched emergency rooms. Nobody showed up in these emergency rooms. If that happened, I don't know if you're looking at an injury that you would say, well, I'll just walk it off. You that's potentially lethal. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're a Hispanic repeat offender, you're going to know that you cannot go to the emergency room after committing a crime like that. Basically, no matter how bad the injury is. All right. Where's the body? I mean, I'm not saying the that blood like trail. I don't think it was like a terrible. Where is the blood trail is a good question. Yeah. Because the claim she makes is basically that she got the key like right in his jugular. Yeah, and, that and if it you incapacitated did that, him. if you did that, if you stuck a key in my neck, we were talking before, you know, keys aren't that sharp, but they are kind of serrated. It, it wouldn't be just like a knife, like a, like a, a right. smooth knife that's just like stab in, pull out. It's like there's a key lodged all the way in my neck. It yeah. probably gets stuck in there in the scuffle. I don't think you just... It just slides right out. This is speculative because I've never seen someone get a key stuck in their neck, but I don't think it would be as clean yeah. as, she, as she's suggesting here. Now, she said that there's DNA, and the cops have confirmed this too. They've said, oh, we're going to search the key for DNA. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. I don't know if you'd be able to find, you'd only be able to find the identity of that person's DNA if that person was in some type of database, but you'd think the DNA, if it were actually recovered, would be sufficient to tell us, was this a male attacker or not? Right. And I've seen nothing on that. They've not identified a suspect, but why can't they determine whether this blood is real or not? If the blood is real and it's not her blood, then I'm willing to say, okay, that's enough. For yeah, me to... because how would she acquire somebody else's blood? That hoax has gone too far once she's gone yeah, there. That's yeah. a weird fucking hoax, but maybe yeah. some people would go that far. As we mentioned, even if this is true, the advice is crap. You sent me this link. You sent me this link before we went live. Let's pull up this article here about how this is bad advice even if all you have is a key. You're not supposed to hold, if you wanna do that, you want to, if you wanna use your keys as a weapon, you wanna hold them with a hammer grip. Yeah. With a hammer grip, not with this between the fingers grip because you'll break your fingers. Yeah. Not a, yeah. Not a good idea. <laughs> bad advice. I don't know, maybe she was just really lucky. <sighs> I mean, if she had said it was a white attacker, I'd be like, this is a hoax. Here's another thing that a friend said to me, and this is pure layman legal speculation. I have no idea if this is true <laughs> or not. So don't take it with a grain of salt. Certainly not legal advice, never claimed to be, but I would like a lawyer's opinion, someone who might know. 
He had said, it's possible that if you're carrying your keys that way in this weaponized fashion, that that could be sufficient to demonstrate premeditation in a legal circumstance and would would bring into doubt any kind of, not doubt, but do damage to claims of self-defense, those sorts of things. Um, but why? I, again, this is just me speculating. It's it, This is just what he said. And he's not a lawyer either. So, I, But I would like a lawyer to... to um, be, that sounds I, made I, up because that argument could be used against any weapon you're carrying as a defensive measure. No, not necessarily because you're carrying it. You're carrying a, a, something that's not a weapon in a weaponized fashion that's ready to be used as a weapon. You know, if I'm walking down the street with like a and brandishing a knife and then I stab a guy. I don't know. I don't know if those I'm are comparable. Saying, uh, look, that's like point Z on my disputes with this claim. Just throwing an idea out there. What I would say is the advice is crap. Um, we mentioned it already. Mace is cheap. You can afford a car, so you can probably afford a gun. Right, right. Get a knife even. Get anything. Anything is better than that. We were joking beforehand. If you had to fight your boyfriend guy, David, or if you had to fight me with a key, would you feel like, Maybe you'd rather have the key than nothing, but would you really feel like, oh, I'm on a level playing field to fight them now? No. I mean, my boyfriend can totally subdue me with one hand. He just holds my wrist together and I'm, I'm helpless. Like if I try just to attack with the him grip? with a key. Yeah. Like, and I, I, can't, I can't do anything about it. If I yeah. attacked him with a key, he could just like swap my hand away and I would be like, uh, I'm totally defenseless. It would, I don't think it would help me at all. It might even help me if I had that hand free. Yeah. To that's, poke me in the eyes. That's what, so what I'm saying is if you got a key and you want to fight me, you better get a good stab in the eye because that's about yeah. all that key is going to do for you. You better get a nice clean stab to the eye. <sighs> Last things on this. If it's fake, I can't figure out what her incentive is other than like, oh, I got a 15 minutes of social media fame. I, I don't really get the, the benefit of this elaborate hoax if it is a hoax. Yeah, I mean, it might just be for attention. People do stuff like that all the time. But I don't know. I'm still too apprehensive to to say that I think that she's lying. But being on the news and stuff, that is, and everybody feeling sorry, sorry for you, that is plenty enough incentive for hmm. some people. I should, I should have done another poll. I forgot. If you have a strong opinion on this, definitely tweet me or email me. should have done a poll to see where people line up. But um, I... Uh, all I can say is doesn't pass the smell test to me. Just seems Oh my bizarre. gosh. The chat's going crazy because I said that about my boyfriend. How, don't you guys ever play fight with your significant other? You like Wait, what what did you say? That's they think that I'm into bondage now. Oh <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I just mean like, you know, do you ever do this with your girlfriend? You guys like wrestle around and, yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. I mean sure. it it's remarkable to me how much more strength the average man has than even a, a fit woman. And I brought it up a million times, but if you don't believe me, just watch not gay Jared. Arm wrestling, Courtney Kirchick or Kirchhoff. whatever. Kirchhoff. Yeah. There it is. It's incredible. He takes her out in like two seconds. Yep. Okay. We're running out of time. So let's uh, do let again, get in touch with me if you have strong opinions on, on this story. Cause uh, I'm, I was frustrated that I couldn't find anything definitive. I'm just waiting for the cops to say something about the DNA, but we don't have that yet. So we'll get to Lena Dunham. We'll get to this, this root video and then we'll call it a show. But uh, are we good on super chat before we hop into Lena Dunham or should we mm. take a break? 
Uh, let's just take a take a quick break. We got like fifteen of them. Dan Irish five dollars. Oh Thank you very much. Matt had two cores light, and that was enough. Yeah. No, I actually had like right I actually had like seven or eight silver bullets in in like three hours on uh, on the evening of Fourth of July. You know, it's just enough to make me regret it the next morning, and now it doesn't seem yeah. appetizing. I didn't throw up Fair or enough, anything. I'm not that light. Um, Joshua D. Marshall, five dollars. Should have seen that coming, blonde. I know. Sometimes you just say things, and you you don't. They don't have like the kind of context that everybody takes it as. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Jeez. Uh, Matt McFadder, tell us more about your boyfriend, blonde. Wink, wink. God damn it! <laughs> I've started something terrible. Um, Dan Irish said bondage fan art coming. Awesome. Oh, French boy. honey ba- yeah. badger, five dollars. No taxation money for helicopter rides. Have you seen the war on drugs? They're going to fuck up the helicopter. <laughs> All right, fine. Private business only. We'll have healthy competition. That's fine. Just make it happen. I I still want the wall and the catapults over the wall. And the (laughs) compromise so we don't. The the compromise so we don't overuse it and be too inhumane is we just vote for one person to catapult per year. And my vote is (laughs) Lena Dunham. Amazing. And we'll see why. Uh, Jonathan Edwards, $5. Beta looks like that dude from Pentatonix minus the man bun. I don't even know what that is. Actually, I know very few references, so I don't know that reference. I'll have to look it up. Uh, Big Red Doggy, $2. Matt, here's two shills for the uh, Fios. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Mike Bob, $5. Jessica Collins equals period blood painting gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cindy the, the timing is suspicious. They coincide. Yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, Cindy Rochelle Higgins, $5. Walking alone at night, fuck keys. I carry a Taurus 357 revolver, four inch yeah. barrel, and I'm proficient. Blonde, get to the range to practice. Uh, no. I yeah, know. Yeah, that's, that's smart. That um, Scott Malov, $10. Live in Amarillo near the B roll apartment. Probably Ooh. true. This has happened before on the poor side. Just want you to hear you fuck up my name. Malavi, what did I say? Oh, well. I don't know. I, I, I'd have Sorry, to see bro. it. Okay, so uh, this person's from Amarillo and tends to yes. believe the story. Uh, yes. Uh, Lucas Devlin gave us $14.88 as usual. Thank you for that. Yeah, she caught me by surprise with those keys this time, but I'll be ready for that pitch next time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so it's true. So it's true. Uh, Stan, friend of the show, $2. At least she dressed up for the interview. God, you guys are brutal. <laughs> Dave S, $2. What does her tat say? Does it say, punch me, I'm stupid? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, you guys are victim shamers. I know, right? Hig uh, 1966 gave us $7. Um, I meant to say that I love it when Matt laughs at blonde like like his crazy old aunt that just dropped the N-bomb. Is this because I said that uh, the Hispanic thing? Probably. It was either that or something about, I think you were talking about like exiling the Muslim, the Muslims or something like that. I forget I, what that you doesn't said really right. narrow it down. I talk about that on every podcast. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Um, and then Mithrin is our last one, $5. That might fly in a civil court um, and suing somebody for assault, lesser burden, would never fly in a criminal uh, court. He must mean about the, the key. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I will not claim any sort of legal expertise on that one. Just yeah. an idea that my friend said to me, which, you know, take that for what it's worth. He's a pretty smart guy. But is that? he a lawyer? No. And he's Canadian, so you oh, really can't deal. trust him. Maybe in Trudeau's Canada, that kind of bullshit <laughs> gets you penalized. You're not allowed to defend yourself in Trudeau's Canada. No, indeed, because when you kill your enemy, they win. Although that's a false quote. No. Well, now I know. Good. Yeah. It always seemed like crap. Side tangent story. Did you see? Um. So Justin Trudeau goes to Pride Parade in Toronto a couple weeks ago. Wears wears Islamic socks, socks with crescents. I did and, see that. <laughs> the crescent. Oh. 
<laughs> rainbow Ramadan socks to Fried Week. That is Justin Trudeau. Oh my God. Oh my God. Only one person can top his silliness. That is Lena Dunham. Oh, the article's not. Hold on. I got to reload it. Let's see if it pops back up. In the meantime, I can sort of explain what's going on with Lena Dunham. So in June, there we go. In June, Lena Dunham posts to Instagram after. Why doesn't this work? <laughs> Something's wrong with my stupid internet. Surprise, surprise. Let's try it there. Stupid Lena there Dunham. When I read the story, I was like, God. So just dogs now? Come on. <laughs> she posts in June to her Instagram saying that she sent her dog Lambie, this dog here, uh, to a treatment facility back in March because Lambie has had four years of challenging behavior and aggression. And Dunham blamed this aggression on previous abuse, saying, quote, Lambie suffered terrible, terrible abuse as a pup that made him um, that made him having a typical home environment dangerous to him and others. We need to be responsible to ourselves, our neighbors and especially our beloved boy. Now, this week, as the headline of this article here suggests, a guy who works at the what is it? The Brooklyn where is this place? Animal it's, Rescue it's, Coalition. Yes, the Brooklyn Animal Rescue Coalition, where Lambie came from, from which Lambie was adopted. He comes out and says, we checked our records for Lambie. He was, quote, owner surrendered, not enough time, meaning the previous owner gave him to the shelter because he didn't, he or she didn't have time to care for this animal. So we do not, we do not know where she got, quote, multiple owners that abused the dog. The spokes, this spokesman at this place in Brooklyn was personally in charge of dog adoptions at the time. Lambie, and he has been for like 15 years. <laughs> Lambie, quote, wasn't crazy when, when Dunham adopted him, he says. If Lambie had a bad past or was abused, no, wait, no. Oh, yeah, so he says, if Lambie had a bad past or was abused, do you think the BARC, the animal rescue place, would have adopted him to Lena knowing she's a star and put her or the dog, uh, put the dog in that situation. We would have told her if the dog had issues. Um, we are a no kill shelter. We don't lie about dogs histories because that would get them returned. Um, and mentally it's not good for the dogs. Then Lena comes back. So you'd think Lena would be like, Oh yeah, sorry. I lied. <laughs> no, she comes back onto Instagram and says, it's come to my attention that the staff at the shelter where I adopted Lambie have a very different account of his early life and behavioral issues than I do. Well, I'm sorry to have disappointed them. I can't apologize. I would never say an unkind word about the staff at the animal rescue center. What they do is amazing and saves the lives of these animals. But we have different accounts of Lambie's behavior, and they were not present in my home, nor did they live with him for that extended period. They did not witness the consistent and responsible care I provided. That's insane. <laughs> insane. She's just being called out. They're like, this bitch is lying. She's like, nah. Yeah. She does this shit all the time about everything. So, okay, so she didn't give her dog up for adoption. She just took him to, like, a treatment facility. Is that? Correct, yeah. So she's still going to presumably he's keep being the dog after trained this. given therapy whatever it is they do at this this shelter for troubled dogs yeah she's not um giving the dog to somebody else she still is the dog's owner why does she need to even need to address this at all like publicly why does why does she need to say anything about this at all well so that's the big question to me i looked at this and i thought 
you are so pathological about your victim status that you've now made your dog into a victim with a fake story of abuse and this and that. And you helped, you kind of helped to explain it to me. So this, this timeline of events here is she has this troubled dog that she, she had previously shown this dog all over Instagram all the time. It looks like she gave this dog to this therapy place in March and then in the meantime is getting lambasted with Instagram comments saying, hey, where's Lambie? Where's your dog? Yeah. So then she says, oh, we had to put him in this therapy place. But it's totally not my fault. Right. Because right. he was abused. So that helps explain the victim mentality yeah. a little bit. It didn't come out of nowhere. It came out of probably the incessant Instagram questions. Can you imagine how she would be with a child? Please, God, no. <laughs> well, she's cut so, all of her hair off, so her chances just went down. But she bit. lives with her boyfriend, who also They've takes care of They've been together for like five years. It's yeah. crazy. I'm like, how, how, how do you have a normal life with the stuff that you do? I don't understand how she can say, well, we have a very different account of Lambie's past from the shelter. Yes. Mm. How, how can you, you can't just yeah, say. Yeah, the one that you made up and the yeah. one that they told you. You can't just say like, oh, we just have differing opinions. No, you have a entirely different fact pattern. And they right. were the ones responsible for archiving that fact pattern pursuant to their giving, giving away of that dog as a pet to somebody. They're the ones keeping records. You're not. Yeah. And they Mitch have reason to keep the records. $5. And he said the shelter was addressing the dog's history, not his treatment at her house. She lied about the abuse. Plus, she just got two cute new puppies. Already trade them in for, for a younger, younger set there. <laughs> and yet she has more money than either of us will ever accumulate in our entire yeah. lifetimes probably <laughs> or yeah. anyone in the chat the value of this entire group of people associated yeah but with... it doesn't matter i mean she's rich but she's unattractive and universally despised you it's couldn't amazing pay to me. me enough to, to to live lena dunham's life to look no, no, like i wouldn't i wouldn't trade her. no just... i wouldn't do that for 20 million dollars a year i wouldn't trade lives with her i would it's just amazing to me that it's worth that much that's all <laughs> yeah what does she even do anymore i don't know is girls still going or do they quit it? Is it done? Oh, it's done. Okay. She has well, a baby at the end. Ugh. I know. Good thing I never watched that show. Now I really don't want to watch it. Terrible. Okay. Let's just, get to just, this rage story. Yeah. We'll do that and then do super chat and close out. Sound like yeah. a plan? Yeah. Okay. So I've never heard of the Root magazine before. It is a, as I said at the top of the show, an online African-American culture magazine. But they put together this short video that um well it's unkind to the united states of america on the fourth of july i showed this to my uh, boyfriend he made me stop it halfway through <laughs> he couldn't make it all the way through you say no he was it, he was not happy about it he said like, why are you showing bad. this to me on the fourth of july i was like that's a good point. well and there there is the one guy who's uh, an army an, an army vet or an active duty guy in the army yeah in it, which to me yeah. was weird too let's check it out Even though I'm, I'm born here, oh come on! At the inception of this country, it was based off of oppression and murder and colonization and rape, and so we are rotten at our core. Oh. I would imagine that the significance of July 4th in this country is to celebrate independence and becoming free from Britain and patriotism. Britain. As a black man, I wasn't considered a citizen on July 4th, 1776. You weren't alive, relevant. So how can I consider that day as a day of freedom? I think for a lot of white Americans, it's a time, you know, to really celebrate this country and 
I guess why wouldn't you if this country has celebrated you since the day you're born? Oh. I'm an army. I'm a U.S. soldier, so you're expected to want to, you know, to be so patriotic. That, like that's automatically the first thing that comes yeah. to people's mind. It's hard to, to get behind the whole idea of like the traditional patriotism because even though I'm an American, I'm a Black American. When people try to sanitize things by saying like we're all American, they're just showing. I'm resisting oh. the urge to hit the pause button, but if you have any, just let me know if you need to stop. He's a poor point. candidate for the army. If he's not patriotic, I'm sorry. Hmm. Showing their privilege by doing that. Every day I wake up and it's a new hashtag, a new person, a black and brown person dying, a new law that affects me or people who look like me. And it's it just even more annoying when they say, well, why are you even here? And it's like, you know why we're here. And then I think about Native Americans and the subjugation. I'm sorry, were you, were you captured by slave traders and brought here? <laughs> I know. That that, that's get a lawyer if that's the case. No, people are just saying if you're so dissatisfied with your position in the United States, then why don't you leave? And I think that's a legitimate question. Yeah, I'll get. Yeah, that's one thing I want to talk about. The Native, Native Americans and how meaning free for white Americans or British Americans or all of these people that were kicked out of England meant the death of all of these Native people. So I don't, I can't see freedom in that. When I think of freedom, no. I should be able to run around just like the people are running up these stairs right now without thinking of, oh, I'm running, it's late at night, and a cop think, thinks that I'm running because I just committed a crime or something of that nature. Somebody I really love and respect said to me a while ago, Shani, the only reason why you get so angry is because you're already free. You're a free person moving in an unfree society. And sometimes I wonder what it would be like if as black and brown people we understood that we are in fact already free. Yes, I wonder what it would be like if you understood that too. If you understood that you are in fact already free. And we why agree. Is she saying black and brown people I like don't, don't blacks and Mexicans hate each other. I don't know. 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Free left. people moving in an unfree space. To me it's resistance to not acknowledge the day at all to continue to fight, you know, in this liberation movement for what freedom actually is. What movement? And I missed the part where they define what freedom actually is. I'm still waiting for that. Still waiting for that. Now you made the comment about, um, you know, because when I when I heard her say, when people say that I don't belong here, whatever she said, I forget what her exact quote was. Um, I want to be fair to what she said. It's even more annoying when they say, "Why are you even here?" Now that implies that people just look at her because she's black and say, "Why are you even here?" I would look right. at her and say, "Why?" As you said, "Why are you even here if you hate this country? You made right. your hatred known." Then people ask you. Why are you here? That's an entirely different context. Uh, yeah. And then this slavery argument, it's like, do you really want to live in Africa right now? Would you really want that? Yeah. That's, that's the alternative based on your own logic. Last week, we used the sounder from South Park. You know, if you don't like America, then you can get out. Yeah. And I do think that is a little bit silly insofar as, of course, we have to be able to criticize some things that don't work for our, in our country in pursuit of the perfection that we'll never achieve. We have right. to be self-critical. But... Right, but if you're saying that I, extra I extracted you, I am personally responsible for my yeah. ancestors extracting you from your beautiful, peaceful, politically stable homeland and brought you here where everything is way better and you want to go back? Like, go, come yeah. on, come on. Yeah. If you hate this country so much that you feel like you're a second-class citizen, by all yeah. means, get out. And what did that first bitch say? That Like, this is this country is based on... Uh, rape, rape and oppression and murder. and murder. Like, if you really believe that, why would you ever want to stay here? By the way, show me the country on the map that isn't. I would like to see that country with squeaky clean, with a squeaky clean record of nobody ever raped, murdered, or conquered in its establishment. Yeah. 
wars are fought over the establishment of countries. That's kind of the way it works. We're not unique in that. But we do uh, yeah, no culture is really unique in that. Yeah. Uh, I, as, as you mentioned, I love that comment. Well, as a black man, I wouldn't have been a citizen on July 4th, 17th. No, what do you say? As a black man, I wasn't considered a citizen on July 4th, 1776. Really, bro? As you said, exactly. Neither were we, because yeah. we weren't here. Yeah. No, none of us were here then. And and I hate that too. It's like, well, this this country wasn't perfect upon its inception. Yes, but the values that were articulated have been perfected over time. Now, some might argue we're, we're maybe going the wrong direction. But generally speaking, I think we've had some good improvements upon those values over time. Yeah. And that's what we celebrate is a set of really great ideas that laid yes, the groundwork the for the ideas. greatest. This is the day that we're supposed to be setting racial stuff aside because mm -hmm. the overarching goal is to be more American. My understanding is I am. This is pulling presidential history out of my ass. I forget. Aren't there references to the Declaration of Independence in the Emancipation Proclamation or the Gettysburg Address? I believe Lincoln, you know, in the process of later freeing the slaves, made direct reference to the Declaration of Independence, which, by the way, is what we celebrate on yeah. the Fourth of July. Those yeah. ideas that gave birth to we. Oh, it turns out we actually do believe in the value, the idea that all men are created equal, and we're actually going to correct our society to make that the case. Yeah. Oh, but I wasn't a citizen. None of us were, but you are now and we live in now. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody talks about any tangible rights that they don't have because they're <sighs> black. I know. The, the, it's just all this vague, like I'm scared at night because of the police. It's like, we can't run at night. You can, if you're wearing jogging clothes and yeah. with your, I, your iPod or your iPhone, if you're running around with your hoodie up and a gun out. Yeah. That's, that's probably going to get you in a little bit of trouble. But yeah. by the way, as a white, as a privileged white guy, I don't want to go run in DC with my hood up and a gun out. I'm pretty sure that wouldn't end well for me either. No, you shouldn't be running in DC at night period. Yeah. Unless you have a key in between your fingers. <laughs> and then you're safe. Yeah. I, there's so many quotes in here. I just, I, I noted them, but I just don't think we're gonna have time to go through them and it'd get redundant. It's just, I, I view this kind of stuff as the most divisive, damaging propaganda that exists right now. I, I, it, it, you, you teach a generation of African-Americans or any class that they are helpless to determine their own destiny, that no amount of work that they do on their own behalf and no amount of effort, no amount of, um, you know, no dreaming, no amount of, uh, of optimism, no amount of just stick to will ever get them out of this predetermined second-class citizenship that they have, but they can't define. And I think you, your frustration is one that I share. It really bothers me. You say, well, we're never going to give up this fight in the pursuit of the freedom that we want. Please define the freedom for we, that you want. If you can explain to me the legal distinctions that are harming you, I am all in favor right, of equalizing Right, but if it's all those. vague social shit that you're trying to use to gain more social and political power, then yeah. you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, you can't legislate people's opinions. And I get to look at this video and say, yeah, that's a bunch of dumb people. And they're all morons because they have terrible ideas in their head. And you can't legislate that out of me. Yeah, and it's disconcerting that one of those guys is an army guy and believes that. It was really weird what he said, too. He's, I noted that quote. He said, it's hard to get behind the whole idea of traditional patriotism because even though I'm an American, I'm a black American. What? What? So black being black is incompatible with the idea of patriotism. That is that I bet you conclusion. every single person making this video would say that that's true. 
Okay, well, that certainly wouldn't be shared by every single Black American. So, well, of course not. But, but you know, there's a selection for this. Well, I don't. I don't like if I if I were black, I would be annoyed that they hijack that on behalf of the race because it's like, look, you, you speak only for your terrible idea. You don't speak for right. a racial collective. This is a this is an ideological collective, not a racial collective. Hmm. In any case. That's that's all that's all the bitching I have to do about this. We should. Yeah, my dog's about to go crazy. So I got to okay. wrap up on the super chats. Let me catch you up really okay. quick. Um, Antoinette Therese said, I'm an ethnic Pakistani at a Canadian fashion design school and all my peers are normies. So you guys are refreshing. Also, we have the best Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Great. you for that. Good to hear. Stan, friend of the show, two dollars. You said this was a cringe free week. Uh, F them. Agreed, Stan. <laughs> A millennial conservative gave us $2 and he said 48% of slave owners at the end of the civil war were black. I've heard that before, but I've Hmm. never actually looked into it myself. So I don't want to opine on that. Um, Josh D Marshall again. Thank you very much. $5. That soldier is a disgrace to our military. Agreed. Um, Black magic $2. Is this black pride or alt-right recruitment? video? Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. Fair point. Uh, and last one, Dave S. Friend of the show, $2. They took our jobs. Oh, wait, they are unemployed. Thank you very much uh-huh. for your very generous super chat donations tonight. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we'll call it there. Uh, you know, another week, uh, another, I don't know, another struggle of barely keeping the internet alive. But now I get another visit to another ISP office this week, hopefully <laughs> in, pursuit of, in pursuit of fiber. But uh, we'll hope it ends well. I'm glad we're able to keep keep the stream up for tonight and we'll see if it works for Wednesday too but we do appreciate all our super chatters for supporting the show all our live viewers live chatters putting up with the technical difficulties uh, shit posting away keeping us honest feeding us um, insults fake news real news fact checks all that we appreciate you guys if you're listening on YouTube later or on an audio platform on demand we appreciate you as well thank you kindly for supporting the show remember there is more of the show on the audio platforms you want to just listen in your car or on your phone or whatever itunes google play shut up dog musket you're ruining the outro here wherever you get your podcasts you can find us uh, so do find those links in the description you can always email us that's beauty and the beta at gmail.com unless you have surprise cringe then just send it to me and don't let blonde see it we will be back next sunday if there's internet at least because if it's <laughs> sunday i'm sorry chuck todd it's not me at the press it is beauty and the beta i hope the internet will let us see you then <laughs> <laughs>